Welcome, everyone. Dr. Morse, Dr. Patel in the house for the Fantasy Doctors. We are in week three. Thank you for tuning in. Another crazy week with a ton of injuries, a ton of um, just big name guys. I feel like we have half of the NFL with backup quarterbacks already. It's like, it's crazy. Um, Amar, how are you doing this week? Good, good. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about today, so we'll kind of gloss over the stuff we know and kind of do quick hits on all the new stuff to uh, keep it at a timely manner. Yeah, we're going to – this one's going to be fast and hard. We're going we're gonna to hit some of the big-name guys. We will, I will give uh, a concern level for some of the lesser guys uh, and, and some of the stuff we already know about. If you guys want any in-depth analysis on any of these injuries – uh, we uh, have recorded individual player analysis for about 90% of these injuries that will be found on our Patreon site. It's only $5 for the entire month worth of videos. So, I mean, you're not going to find any more in-depth analysis for injuries than what we're providing you. Um, so, I mean, I'm no longer, we're no longer giving away all of the content like we previously had. Uh, we just feel like it's too valuable and we're putting up too much time and effort uh, just, you know, to, as much as I like giving it away, <laughs> we don't have that much time. You know, we're, we're limited by, by means of our trade. Um, let's start off with, with, with kill a cam, as I like to call him, who, who's been dealing with a foot injury, uh, suffered it probably in week three of the preseason, managed to play in week one, did okay. Then he played last week and did not do very well. Um, now we find out he's had a setback. What are your thoughts on him for this week? It looks like he's probably going to miss this week. Yeah, his uh, foot's flaring up again, and the indications all point that he's going to miss this week. Um, hopefully it's not something that lingers on because he's getting on a kind of short leash now for most owners. Um, so definitely someone to keep in the back and maybe grab a flyer like Josh Allen or someone else that might be in a waiver to fill in. I'd still keep all the skilled players up, though. They, they don't necessarily have to rely on him to do, have good production, which has been proven the last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, CMC kind of got screwed last week, um, but, uh, and he was projected to be the number one running back for most teams, for most people, and he just went, did nothing. I if fully, he got that touchdown at the end, he might have got a little more, though. So it was yeah. very close. So that would, hopefully that, we'll see what happens. I knew something was wrong with Cam when he went for a fourth and one in, like, through like a Hail Mary almost. I was like, yeah. what is he doing? Like, <laughs> what is this? Like, you're one of the elite rushing quarterbacks in the entire league. What's going on here? That's how you knew it wasn't right. Um, yeah. So definitely sit, Cam. Uh, I've dropped him in a couple leagues because uh, there's much better options on the wire for short, you know, redraft leagues and, and 10 or 12 teams. You don't have to carry two quarterbacks when you yeah. don't know when he's going to be healthy again. It's probably going to be a good two to three weeks before he realistically looks like Cam. I think Allen is going to come in because it's not Greer, it's Allen. And I think he's going to, he's going to do well. Um, he played last year. I mean, he's not going to be as good as Cam's potential, but I think that he will uh, potentially have a good, solid uh, game. Uh, it's going to be a shootout with, with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, both are going to be running a ton of plays. I love CMC this week. So um, not overly concerned 
um, uh, in general about the offense this week, but but uh, I am more so about Cam. Uh, Marcus Mariota is playing tonight with a quad injury. Uh, I don't really expect it to be overly concerning. But let's talk about Jameis Winston. Popped up on the injury report yesterday, or maybe it was earlier this morning, um, with a foot injury. We just talked about Cam with a foot injury. Have you heard anything? Do you know anything? They've been really quiet about exactly what it was. They just called it foot soreness from what I read. Um, you know, the, it's hard when you're, when you're kind of somewhat a mobile quarterback to see what that really entails. I mean, rely on him to use his hands more. He, he, he's a little less mobile than he was when he first came in the league. But that's always concerning when part of your production comes with your feet. So it's definitely something to monitor over the next couple of days. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those where you have to be careful. You can't assume that he's 100%. I mean, it's, 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 it's Thursday night when we're recording this, and a lot of things can change over the next 48 hours. I fully expect him to play right now. But with that being said, um, really the only two offensive options that I am comfortable playing are Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. That's it. Mm-hmm. I have no faith in O.J. Howard until he shows he can do something. He's blocking more often than he's running routes, it seems like. So I just I, I can't I don't have any faith in him I can't trust him uh, we don't know anything about this foot injury so we have to be careful there uh, if he if if he suffers a re injury uh, then you know then he's definitely probably going to leave so uh, I have Cam, uh, Winston in a couple of leagues and I'm tempted to to sit him for like an Allen um, another guy that has a better matchup or somebody like that so I mean that's obviously concerning. Brady popped up with a calf, and then today they called it a hamstring. So I don't know what's going on. I'm not overly concerned. They have a very easy uh, uh, game in, in the Jets this week. Uh, they should be firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Darnold still dealing with mono. Apparently he's targeting week five. Um, that may be possible. That's realistic. Um, maybe a little sooner uh, remains to be seen. He's week to week, in my opinion. Trevor Simeon, we saw, had a season-ending uh, ankle surgery, uh, likely a significantly torn ligament. Drew Brees did not put on IR. Throwing hand, probably closer to week, excuse me, six, seven, maybe even week eight. Um, and then Big Ben has suffered a very significant elbow injury that uh, is, is going to put him out for the entire year. Um, we don't know the details on that. It is not the ulnar collateral ligament, the quote-unquote Tommy John ligament. Uh, they they confirmed that it was not that, but it could be a flexor pronator, whatever it is he's done for the year. Mm-hmm. Mason Rudolph is going gonna, is gonna, to um, uh, kind of uh, follow up with him. What are your thoughts on Rudolph and, and any, uh, any interest in him uh, with this offense? Because they still got some solid weapons. Yeah, so he, was, he worked in a spread offense in college. And uh, he's someone who was pretty hyped out when he, when he was drafted. He was pretty relatively early draft for having a quarterback for them. So I think he has good potential down the line. I actually think they're a better team with Mason Rudolph than Big Ben. Big Ben has a tendency to whip the ball around, turn over the ball. I think Mason will be a good addition. But I would wait a couple weeks to see how he plays. But once again, skilled players keep in there. James Conner, uh, Juju. Uh, there's a lot of talk about James Washington, who is his college uh, right. wide receiver. So something definitely to keep an eye on, maybe stash him also. Yeah, definitely. Um, we Not an injury-related, um, but Eli was benched this week. I'm kind of excited about the Daniel Jones era. He's a very mobile quarterback. Uh, I think he averaged somewhere in the 30s uh, yards uh, per game at Duke. Um, 
I think he's going to open up this offense. Um, we will talk, uh, or I'll briefly mention it now, that Sterling Shepard has cleared the concussion protocol and should be back. Um, it sounds like Cody Latimer also could be back. Um, and, 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 I mean, we have Saquon and Engram. Uh, they have a couple more weeks before Golden Tate is back. So um, this team has the potential to finally um, potentially – uh, make some make some noise now that they have someone who can actually can throw the ball as long as he can stay healthy. Let's uh, shift a little bit to some big name wide receivers, including Michael Gallup, who was looking fantastic, but unfortunately suffered a meniscal tear. Um, what? Uh, how long do you think he'll realistically be out? You know, they're saying it's going to be two to four weeks. I think realistically, it's closer to four. Uh, but then again, we had DK Metcalf came back pretty early from his meniscus tear. So anything is possible with modern medicine. Um, but I'd say good three to four weeks at least. And unfortunately, that does put a little bit of a knock on Dak because Gallup was a pretty reliable target mm -hmm. for him. But I imagine he sells other options. I think he might go a little more to um, some of the younger receivers that did step up and also maybe to Jason Witten, who could be a sneaky kind of flyer this week especially yeah I mean they're playing the pitiful Dolphins at home in Dallas yeah um, they just lost Minka who's now with Pittsburgh um, they are rolling over in full fashion I was at the game last week and my god it was a massacre it was a semi-decent game quote-unquote decent game um, <laughs> in, 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 until like maybe the mid-third quarter and then after that it was a wrap um, but but I mean uh, I think Devin Smith will get some looks this week. I think Randall Cobb is, is probably going to have a decent game. I think Amari Cooper is going to uh, show up big this week. And I think Zeke is going to have a monster game, rightfully so, with uh, with how poor the Dolphin, Dolphins' uh, yeah. uh, defense is. Now, um, let's move on to Tyrell Williams, who's dealing with a hip pointer for the Raiders. Any concern here? Yeah, this is kind of an injury that pops up every now and then for wide receivers. And it's not something that keeps him out for very long, but it keep every, it's almost like an excuse every week that, oh, he's dealing with a hip pointer, he didn't play well. And uh, Odell Beckham had that for a mm -hmm. while also several, a couple of years ago. So I think he'll be fine. You have a little issue with someone who runs the deep ball with the hip pointer, but I will, if he plays, I mean, if he's ready to play, he will play. And if he plays, it's worth um, starting him if you, you know, deeper leagues, wide receiver three flex appeal. Um, but I would, regardless, I'd put an upgraded Darren Waller, who's just been a beast for the first two weeks. And he's going to be the more reliable option for Darren Carr for sure. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and we'll talk about when, when the running backs come up about, about uh, Jacobs, who's banged up too. Um, yeah, I mean, we saw what OBJ did the other night, um, basically led the entire uh, team uh, beat the Jets single-handedly in receiving yards. And he had a, a hit pointer less than like three weeks ago. So give yeah. you an idea of how big of a deal these can be and or not be. Um, moving on, Traquan Smith, the uh, rookie, second year now, um, for New Orleans, banged up with an ankle injury. There's been some rumblings that this is a high ankle sprain. So with that, I, I fully expect him to be out probably four to six weeks. Um, this is uh, a little damper, but you remember that Teddy Bridgewater is now now in, and Taysom Hill is going to be definitely getting some some snaps and some looks. So um, I, I, this funnels more to to Thomas, maybe to a little bit of Jared Cook. Um, they'll probably pull 
uh, do, do a little bit more again. And then uh, that Camara hopefully can, can get back on track this week. Um, but overall, um, this is definitely going to be a four, maybe close to six weeker. Any thoughts with uh, Traquan? Yeah, it's unfortunate how everything just kind of piled down on the Saints with Breeze and Traquan. Um, he was a good flyer early in the season to be that kind of third option for them. But unfortunately, he'll be out six weeks. So maybe he'll come back by the time Breeze gets back and may have some value, but definitely worth someone dropping now. He'll be on the waiver for a while. Yeah, agreed. So uh, craziness happened yesterday with the Eagles. Well, on Monday and then with – or Sunday and then with the Eagles last yesterday. They canceled practice, secondary to injuries, or whatever, however they called it, but that's basically what they did. That's crazy. They lost so many offensive guys. Like before the first quarter, it was crazy. Uh, we have Alshon banged up. We have Djax banged up. We have Godert banged up. Like it was, it was, it was crazy. Uh, Djax sounds like he's dealing with a sports hernia. He doesn't want surgery, but he needs surgery. We know these don't heal, heal well without surgery and just with rehab. Um, he sounds like he's going to try to come back in about two weeks or so. Um, but realistically, he, he, this is more of a six-week injury. Uh, what are your thoughts on him? Is he, is he, is he going to be effective when he comes back? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. Sports hernias don't really stay true for the test of time, especially during a season. I said from the beginning of the season, he has good potential, but he's getting old. If he's not healthy, he's not going to play his role. So people tell you, yeah, he'll have that game where he gets an 80 or touchdown, all these stats. But if he's not on the field, he's no good. So, I don't know, it's kind of wait and see kind of thing. He's been kind of banged up since the start of the season. Sell high, um, sell high. Sell high. Right now is the time to sell high. Don't, yep. don't keep him around. Week one was his um, best week of the year. Yeah, it's not worth the headache. Yeah, the uh, Alshon Jeffrey, he's getting a little banged up too. He uh, returned. He had a bicep injury last week, week before. Um, now he's dealing with a calf injury that kept him out essentially the whole game. He is their dominant wide receiver one when he's in the game. The problem is he's probably not going to play this week. Calf injuries are legit. They do not heal quickly. I had a guy in clinic yesterday who could barely walk, and it was a grade one. I evaluated it with ultrasound. He didn't have much tearing. And this guy was in his 40s, and he was fully functioning, very, you know, very athletic guy, and he looked like he got shot in the calf. Like, these injuries hurt. Uh, they take time to heal, and they re-injure very easily if you don't let them heal. So they have to be cognizant of this. This is the muscle we use to propel. So if you can't propel, you're no good as a wide receiver. Uh, what are your thoughts on this calf injury for Jeffrey? When is he back? Yeah, same thing. I'm putting him in three weeks or so to be kind of more effective. Uh, he's dominant when he's on the field, but just like you said, he can't see on. Those days of Chicago are gone for him. He's never going to have that kind of production. I was kind of low on him from the beginning of the season for this reason. It was just a matter of time. So I'm saying about three weeks, um, and that hopefully should get the whole team back a little healthier for him to actually be productive. But oh, until yeah. then, Nelson Aguilar is a decent, Ooh, yeah. uh, you know, wide receiver three at least because someone has to get the targets. And obviously, Zach Ertz is going to be a monster, just like how he was last year because everyone was so banged up. Yep, and, and, and don't be surprised if Mac Hollins and RCL Whiteside have a solid game this week. Yeah. This could be full, full Eagle stack all around. You're, you could easily stack Aguilar, Ertz, and maybe one of those two guys with Wentz and see how ham they go. 
uh, but but um, we're, it's amazing how deep they are. Um, uh, RCA Whiteside is legit. Uh, I'm going to rapid fire some names real quick. You let me know if there's any con- if you have any major concerns with any of them. T.Y. Hilton with a, a quad injury, not overly concerned. Cortland Sutton popped up today with a rib injury. Sounds very mild. He should be good to go. Demarius Thomas is dealing with a hamstring injury. Yeah, more like 50-50 to go versus the Patriots, his previous team for the Jets. David Moore, kind of, we never really found out what he had. I heard rumblings that it was a fractured humerus. I'm not sure how he did that at his age, but um, uh, that is essentially a fractured upper uh, kind of arm bone that heads into the shoulder. Um, it sounds like he's good to go finally this week. That may open up uh, Seattle's offense a little bit more. He, don't be surprised if he uh, has a solid stat line. Albert Wilson with a calf. I don't know his status, and, and he re-injured it last week, so I would not be surprised if they shut him down, at least for this week. I mentioned earlier Sterling Shepard should be back with his concussion as he passed protocol. Rashard Higgins sounds like he's trending up, and uh, A.J. Green we know is probably not going to be back for at least another two maybe three weeks. Um, he's, he's slowly starting to run, but this is not a quick injury. And Cody Latimer has a good chance to return with his concussion. Any major so concerns? Not really any concerns. There was reports that A.J. Green was saying that he thought the recovery would be longer than it was been reported. Uh, so don't be surprised. But what do you think about John Ross, someone to sell high on in next week or two? I mean, he's grown up. You know, he has the highest – uh, air yards in anyone in the league yeah i mean so you know, so if you don't if you just go by box scores he looks like a monster that's going to be legit but one of the things you got to understand is that joe mixon has been banged up he mm-hmm. they have not been running the ball it's been like an 80 20 split between um rush uh throwing and, and rushing which is very similar to uh arizona and uh what you'll realize is that that's not sustainable uh, John Ross has won a lot of deep contests. He has uh, got a lot of blown coverages, and he, he he's capitalizing on prevent defense. So while he, he may continue to be a, a solid uh, wide receiver three with upside, I, I just don't think he is a true wide receiver one. Uh, and their offensive line is so awful. I want yeah. nothing to do with Joe Mixon right now. So I would sell high on both Joe Mixon and uh, – and, um, Ross, I actually do like Tyler Boyd. I think he's a solid, uh, reliable play. Um, he, he may not have as much upside as Ross with these crazy targets, uh, routes that he runs. But at the same time, I think he's got a higher floor. Yeah, absolutely. Can't, couldn't agree with you more. So there's some big name running backs um, on the, uh, that were banged up this past week. A lot of people's jaws dropped when they saw David Johnson leaving the field, clutching, I believe it was his left wrist. Remember, this is the same wrist that he fractured a couple of years ago, or we don't even know exactly what he did. It sounds like he fractured it and dislocated it. Um, he came in later in the game. Maybe he was a stinger. Maybe it was just a sprain. Uh, we haven't really heard anything since. Remember, this is a top potential 10 running back, top 10. Uh, that could be gone with one injury and be replaced uh, with Edmonds in the blink of an eye. So um, as much as I want to hold Edmonds on my team, I just, I'm running out of the spots. What are your thoughts on David Johnson this week? Yeah. So the reports were early, the same risk they had surgically repaired. The surgery is thought to have been a ligament repair for a dislocation and maybe some avulsion fractures. Mm. 
So the thought is that, you know, honestly, if this were one of my patients, professional athlete, as long as the x-rays look good, which I'm sure they took, everything's fine. Um, these things aren't perfect. And even if he does injure his wrist again, I don't think he's going to be out for any period of time. They would just, would, something we'll probably see at the end of the season with more detail, but there's no, there's no reason to keep him out unless something's majorly off, which is really unlikely. So I think it was just a little scare and we'll probably learn some more at the end of the season, to be honest. Okay. Um, James Conner, uh, is trending up and he had a, a very, got very lucky. He suffered a left knee hyperextension from what we understand. That's basically when your knee, instead of being kind of straight, kind of flexes backward and you kind of stretch the, the ligaments. The good news is that his MRI sounds like it was uh, for the most part negative. Remember he has had issues with MCL strains, uh, and, and tears in the past, and he's actually had surgery on this twice. Um, the good news is that he sounds like he's going to play this week. Um, there's not too many guys that have his that have his upside as a running back that you're going to find in your bench. So you'll be hard pressed to, to sit him unless you happen to have a monster lineup. Um, what are your thoughts on Connor this week? I know I don't think he'll be 100, percent but uh, when, when what do you you know what do you think? Yeah, I mean, they're going to lean on the run a little bit just with the new uh, rookie quarterback. Plus, he can uh, catch the ball at the backfield. So I start him confidently as long as he's, you know, practices this week, which he has been. He's a guy that's going to pop up on the injury report every single week. I mean, he's had nagging issues, and um, I think he'll be fine as long as he gets on the field. Yeah, I mean, they're playing San Francisco, but it's in San Francisco. Uh, yeah. New quarterback. They're probably going to have to rely on the run a little bit more. Um, I don't expect him to go ham, but I do expect him to have a decent game. Um, yeah. Damian Williams. So both of the, the starting running backs for the Chiefs are banged up. They haven't really done much this year. Damian Williams left with what they call the knee contusion, um, and he has not looked very good in practice. Uh, LaShawn McCoy has practiced in limited, if at all, with his own ankle injury, and he had an MRI that was reportedly negative, but there's probably a lot of stuff in there. There's just nothing major. Um, there's, a, there's a strong possibility in this very large matchup with the Ravens that neither are going to play in this game. That leaves the door open to Darwin Thompson season, uh, who I'm very high on. I, I drafted him like crazy – in both my season long and my best ball leagues. Um, what are your thoughts on this injuries and, and, and how do you see this matchup playing out with, uh, with Baltimore this week? Yeah. Well, first thing I'd say is if Darwin Thompson's available in any league for any listener, he should be picked up immediately because this, in my opinion, is how everything is going to spell out, whether it's week three or week 10 or week seven, that Damian Williams and LaShawn McCoy are injury prone. They're not the future of this team. And it just, and if they're, they're probably one or two probably won't play this week. None of them practice today. And if one or two are out, Darwin Thompson gets more time. And that's just the timeshare that starts pushing in his favor. Andy Reid came out and said he's very talented, but Darwin Thompson still has to learn the blocking schemes that they're saying. So he's not going to push it unless he's absolutely forced to, but it's going to be a progression in my opinion. So um, definitely someone I'll grab immediately and expect him to have his role grow larger if any of those guys are out. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, my luck, Darrell Williams will go ham. Um, but 
but I just I have a bad feeling that neither Chiefs are going to be play, or if they do play, uh, are going to be very effective. And all I mean, this is going to be a very high scoring game. Um, Mahomes can tear apart any defense, so I don't care what you think about Baltimore's defense; he is going to tear them apart. He had four touchdowns and over 400 yards passing in the first half last week, and then he like put it on cruise control. And they had at least one to two touchdowns come back because of penalty. Hardman had another had a 72 yarder, I think it was, that came back because of penalty. A hold, I think it was a hold. So mm-hmm. uh, Hardman would have equal uh, D Rob's uh, possession last week. Um, I mean, uh, Watkins had 13 uh, targets. Uh, they he didn't obviously catch 13 passes, but this offense is firepower. You. Uh, want a piece of this offense I don't know if they're going to try to run more um but um like legit uh definitely uh get a piece of Darwin you may even pick up Darrell just in case um but definitely uh, the, the question I'm, I'm I'm debating with this week is do I start D-Rob do I start Hardman because I don't think you can start both in a non yeah. like you know, like in a, in a, in a, in a league, you can do it in DFS. You can do whatever you want in DFS, but uh, Watkins is still the number one here. Kelsey is still the monster. So it's like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of mouths to feed, but there's a lot of passes that go around as well. Um, moving on to Josh Jacobs. So, so I like this kid, but remember when he was at Alabama, he wasn't a workhorse. He, I don't think he never even had more than what, like 150 rushes or something. I don't even know if it was that much. What, um, what do you know about uh, his injury? Is it a groin? Is it a hip? He's got an illness now. Yeah, What's going so on? Here? It came out as a groin, and they said he pulled his groin. It was going to be limited. Then it came out that he uh, had an illness and lost 10 pounds. So maybe the flu or something else. So I don't really know what it is. I have a very low um, likelihood of starting him this week if all this stuff's going on, plus his matchup isn't that great. Mm -hmm. So I would kind of fade him pretty quickly for someone else, if someone else is available. And just if you're going to play him, temper your expectations because he doesn't look like 100%. Someone who gets that much work this early in the season, not 100%, is not a good recipe for – good production agreed yeah I, I i like him as a player but i don't like him this week and I, definitely not with these injuries groin injuries scare me the hip is very vague um the illness is we saw what mike evans did the other couple weeks ago i mean he didn't do anything he couldn't you know he was hurting james connor was banged up last week too um I, I don't think that played a role in his knee injury but you know still um talk about a couple other major uh, running backs as we're starting to wind down here Motor, Devin Singletary, my buddy from FAU, um, you saw him stop, or there's very clear video, grab his hamstring. Um, even the – I was talking about this on Twitter yesterday or today. Even the mildest of hamstrings takes a couple weeks to heal, especially in a runner. Like, th- this guy, if he plays this week, this is a mistake. They have to shut him down for at least a week or two. Like this, this can be a Leonard Fournette situation all over. Like last year, like they have to be really smart. Uh, Frank, the ageless Gore, may end up doing good. T.J. Eldon may end up having a sneaky game this week. Um, what uh, What are your thoughts on on Singletary this week? 
Absolutely. He's a guy who had tremendous production in college and wear and tear there, and he's going to have the same thing here if they don't shut him down. So that was my suggestion also. If they have a chance, they should keep him out for a couple of weeks because they don't need him to be there. Um, the best running back on the team is Josh Allen. Frank yes. Gore is the fullback for the team. So Correct. <laughs> you know, keep yep. your running back in check. Let him breathe a little bit for a week or two and get back in action. So I think Frank Gore is a great uh, RB2 this week. He's going to have good uh, – he's going to have that floor that you want. He may not boom like crazy, but he'll still be able to uh, give you the production. And T.G. Eldon could be kind of RB4 flex play if you really mm-hmm. need him. Uh, it just depends how the game strip is going to go for them. Yeah. Uh, the Joe Mixon, this, I mean, he has been awful to start this season. I think people underestimated how bad this line was or ended up becoming with all their injuries. They look awful. He can't even – I was listening to uh, – I forgot what was one of the podcasts the other day. And they were basically saying that he can't even get through the line of scrimmage before he gets hit. Like, they're getting killed here. So, between him and Geo, their both numbers look awful. So, I want nothing to do with the Bengals' backfield. If you own Mixon, take whatever you can get for him because – this this production is not going to get any better. I don't anticipate it to get any better. They need AJ Green to help spread it out, but I don't know when he's coming back. So like this, and when you're down, you know, 15, 20 points, you're not going to be running the ball. It's just it's, you're not. It's not going to happen. Um, so and you you know their defense is an ideal. They just gave up what 500 yards to 49ers yeah. or whatever it was. So like, uh, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I agree. And their schedule, other than the Cardinals in a couple weeks, their schedule doesn't get any easier. They have the Rams, the Bills, you know, Jaguars, Ravens. I mean, yeah, they got not, some hard defenses. Legit they play hard. the Browns again. So, I mean, they don't, they don't have anything to look forward to in terms of him being effective on a game-by-game matchup basis. Um, Marlon Mack popped up yesterday. And this is kind of one of those injuries that's going underneath the radar. And I'm not sure if I want to bring it to light because I'm trying to take advantage of Wilkins, (laughs) but, um, but, but I feel like that's our duty. Marlon Mack came off with a calf injury. As we talked about earlier with Alshon calf injuries scare me, especially in a running back. Derek Henry had one. He shut it down for two to three weeks and he's looked great ever since. Uh, And he's probably going to go ham tonight. Um, With that being said, I want nothing to do with Marlon Mack this week. He has utterly impressed, and they want to run the ball like crazy. Um, they've only thrown the ball. Brissett's only thrown the ball over 28 times, uh, uh, neither time this season. Both times it was under 28 or under 29. Last year, Andrew Luck only threw under the ball uh, under 29 times, I think once the entire season. So they are running the ball. They want to run the ball. They're good at running the ball. Their offensive line is legit. But if Mac can't go, it's next man up. And next man up is likely going to be Wilkins. He is going to be a steal this week if Mac can't go or if Mac leaves early. So I'm definitely going to have some exposure to Wilkins this week. Hines, um, maybe a little bit, but he's more of a scat back and more than a, than a runner. Uh, they have a, a, a good matchup and, and, and one that I think they can exploit. Uh, what are your thoughts on this calf? Yeah, it kind of popped up, and I agree. I mean, he hasn't practiced this week. This, these things can linger around, uh, and which is really a shame because his production has been very good oh, yeah. while he's been on the field. So 
Uh, I think he sits this week. And once again, I think just like you, uh, Wilkins is the guy to go. Uh, Naheem Hines has been great in uh, the limited appearances we saw last year, but he's not that every down back that's going to give you that workhorse type of stuff, um, you know, throughout the game. So I expect him to sit and expect one of the backup guys to shine, and that would be uh, uh, Wilkins. Probably Wilkins, yeah. Yeah. What um, the Dontre Hilliard's coming off a concussion. Uh, Corey Clement's probably going to be out another week or two with a shoulder sublocation, dislocation, uh, if, if, if not later than that. Brandon Bolden of the Patriots, more of a special teams guy. He's got a hamstring, probably not going to play this week. Tevin Coleman dealing with that hamstring or uh, high ankle sprain. Honestly, don't expect him back probably till at least week five, maybe, depending on their buy. Um, the last two injuries I want to talk about, um, well, three, but one, two major ones and one that we really don't know much about. Um, David Njoku suffered a concussion on Monday night, and you see him, he just got dropped on his head. Um, and then he ended up fracturing his wrist. What are your thoughts on when he potentially could be back? Yeah, this is a very concerning thing because the reports came out that he may or may not need surgery. And if, regardless, that means to me it's pretty bad. And if he doesn't need surgery, he's going to be immobilized in a cast for several weeks. And that's probably a month out regardless. If he needs surgery, return to play is about six weeks if, if this is a wrist fracture. So I expect him to be out more than four to six weeks. And in all formats, there's no reason to keep him on your roster. He should be dropped immediately, pick up someone else. Yeah, I mean, most rosters that, yeah. don't have the luxury of holding, unless you're in like a dynasty or something like that, you don't have the luxury of keeping two tight ends. I mean, heck, we can't even barely keep two uh, uh, quarterbacks. Um, I mean, you want to get these, these, these running backs, you want to get these wide receivers because bye weeks are coming. Uh, next week is it starts our bye weeks. So – uh, we need to – you don't have the luxury. Go pick up somebody like Disley. Go pick up yeah. Harris, who is his backup, and who is going to get some looks. Um, uh, obviously, the majority of the Wallers, those guys are going to be taken. Uh, but right now, I picked up Disley and Harris over Howard. I can't trust Howard. Um, I didn't have any Najoku, but I'm going to take advantage of his injury from a fantasy perspective and take his backup who does have some good hands coming from the Chiefs from last year. Um, the other injury that I wanted to briefly discuss is Dallas Godert, who, um, who's been dealing with a calf strain off and on for like the past six weeks. It sounds like he re-injured it last week or, or, or at least uh, in, in warm-ups. And I don't know when he's going to come back. That's why Ertz has been so dominant is he doesn't have to split the tight end uh, targets with anybody uh, well, like we thought he was going to. Yeah, and it that's the thing. Like we know, Godard has talent. It's just a matter of him being on the field, and this is partially why Ertz was so dominant last year. I mean, just like we said, if he if everyone's banged up, it's Ertz all day, and that's what's going to be until people get back on the field, including Dallas Godard. Oh yeah, um, the a uh, couple more a couple more thoughts. Uh, Mark Andrews popped up with a foot injury. He missed last Friday with a foot injury. Uh, quote-unquote injury they called it a rest but then they popped it up with a foot so I don't know what to make of it he looked fantastic last week's game he's got by far the highest target share of all tight ends in the league this is going to be a shootout um, I don't have any specifics on this foot I don't know if it's just a soreness uh, or whatever if it was a fracture we would know about it mm -hmm. uh, if it was a severe sprain we would know about it 
Um, so uh, my suspicion is ready to rock and roll, and I'm going to have a ton of uh, Andrews this year, week. I just hope he stays healthy because between him and Hollywood, that's the majority of their passing offense. They are really targeting those guys. They'll get a little bit of uh, more, a little bit of, of uh, Boykin, but these are the two main guys for this passing offense, which I do expect some regression from. Tyler Higby uh, actually has a pulmonary or lung contusion um, he, uh, for the for the Rams, I, I, I probably expect him to miss this week unless he gets miraculously better. He was reportedly coughing up blood. Sounds very concerning. Um, Jordan Reed, I haven't heard anything uh, whether or not he's cleared the concussion protocol. Um, I, I just wish this guy would retire. Um, and, any other injuries that I missed or anything else that you wanted to uh, discuss? No, I think you hit all the major ones. Um... You know, we know the long-term guys, Breeze, Roethlisberger out, but expect some of the other guys to hear a little more information about Sam Darnold, hopefully in the next week or two to see exactly how long he's going to be out. Um, but other than that, I think we got most big stuff out there. Yeah, I've had a couple questions about Hunter Henry. Um, and I'm, I'm, I was really high on Hunter Henry uh, in this, uh, coming into this season. Rivers loves his tight end. Uh, targeting him he is very dominant he 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 excelled a couple of years ago when he was healthy um and, and then he pops up with what they call a tibial plateau fracture but it doesn't correlate with the timeline that they gave us a true tibial plateau fracture is where the 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 top part of the bottom bone of your of your knee has a big piece of it that's fractured or sometimes even kind of falling off that is mandatory eight, sometimes up to 12 weeks of non-weight bearing. Never mind come back. We're talking not even be able to put weight down. Most of these guys are, are, are surgical. So I don't know where they come up with this four to six weeks. I don't know if this is some avulsion fracture off like the MCL or the LCL. Like any ideas? Like what are they talking about? Yeah, I don't have no clue. I mean, once the tibial plateau – for me would be out for the season. Like yeah. there's no way that heals with that. And they're not talking about surgery. So it must be a ligament avulsion. So I'm thinking MCL, yeah. but it's, it's kind of odd that they call it a tibial plateau yeah, fracture. So yeah, it is a strange way of describing something. Yeah. So thank you all for tuning in. This will wrap up week three. Um, I will have a live stream on Sunday morning that will have all updated news. Uh, do me a favor and log on to our uh, Fantasy Doctors um, YouTube page. It will be probably around 1130 Eastern. Um, and, and, and you can ask me questions. Uh, I will probably do it for a good half hour or so. Um, if you are interested in more in-depth analysis, as I said, we, I recorded uh, the majority of these guys, uh, very full analysis videos that are several minutes long for each player. Uh, that one is, is behind the paywall, but it's only $5 a month. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's roughly the same price as, as a, as a Starbucks coffee or maybe even be cheaper. Um, uh, if you want to hear uh, me or, or us on other mediums, I'm on uh, Nick BGGE's podcast that dropped this morning. We talked some cool stuff. And then tomorrow I'm on the Pat Mayo show every Friday night uh, along with Beast Dome's podcast. So uh, there's plenty of content. Uh, there's several different ways to analyze this stuff um, and uh, be on the lookout for injuries. If there's an injury that pops up, you know what uh, YouTube channel to tune to. We will definitely have you covered. All right. Until next week, 
um, do me a favor and hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and uh, check out our, our, our website, uh, fantasydoctors.com, and our Patreon site uh, for a ton of new info dropping daily. Um, for myself and Dr. Patel, thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week. All right. Take care. Thanks. Uh, I think I just got it.